you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash, in the booth with never records. Nice. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. I'm sorry, I touched your microphone. You are not listening to Never Records on Converge Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 105 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Reederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in a heat wave in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan, back to the Missouri, and to the East River, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, goths, anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from more than 10 cities around the world. 2020 marks the 10th anniversary of Never Records, and from January through March of this year, before the pandemic, I was very fortunate to celebrate this anniversary by mounting Never Records at the Brooklyn Academy of Music's Rudin Family Gallery. Let me describe this next recording to you. I'm going to open today's episode with a poem entitled Earth's Answer by one of the world's first punk rockers, the poet and artist William Blake. Earth raised up her head from the darkness dread and drear. Her light fled, stony dread, and her locks covered with gray despair. Prisoned on watery shore, starry jealousy does keep my den, cold and hoar. Weeping o'er, I hear the father of the ancient men, selfish father of men, cruel, jealous, selfish fear, ken delight, chained in night, the virgins of youth and mourning bear. Does spring hide its joy when buds and blossoms grow? Does the sower sow by night? or the plowman in darkness plow. Break this heavy chain that does freeze my bones around. Selfish, vain, eternal bane, that free love with bondage bound. In case you couldn't tell, I've been having a difficult week. I'm sure I'm not the only one limping along in this umpteenth week of the pandemic. Divisive politics, social justice melees, explosions in Beirut, unfathomable death tolls and the pervasive spread of cynicism which is a very vicious joy killer I turn to music not for the uplift but to wallow in darkness aside from the obvious catharsis I ask why does dark music make us feel so good An answer might surprise you. 
Scientists have associated sad music with the production of the hormone prolactin. We've known for a while that listening to music can increase the production of dopamine in the brain, but new studies suggest that sad songs can trigger the production of the same hormone that is produced when we cry. Filled with prolactin and dopamine, our brains calm and pain is dulled, grief is numbed. Heavy music can also have a similar effect when it produces emotional resonance, linking whatever frustrations or anger we are feeling with music, creating a psychic plagency through which we can let go, like having your bell rung or punching a gong. So let's get goth. Here is Nick Ordway with his song, Voicemail, recorded live at Never Records BAM on January 16th, 2020. Please don't come I wish I could see you one last time But I can't let you see me this way You are not listening to Never Records That was Nick Ordway with his song Voicemail, recorded live at Never Records BAM. If I remember correctly, Nick said he didn't really play the ukulele, 
rather the saxophone. But boy, did he pull it off in this track. We actually tracked vocals live and then overdubbed a second vocal. I put tons of reverb on the first vocal and buried it in the mix to create a really subtle ghost vocal to enhance the darkness of the track. It's as if his voice is haunting. Listening back now, I'm super happy with this mix. The three-hour sessions fly by and I have to make a lot of quick decisions. If I'm lucky, I can find some sort of edge to build a feeling upon, to create a theme that determines the sounds. Let me describe this next recording to you. Maria del Carmen Rivas was one of the gallery attendants watching over Never Records in the Rudin family gallery. This is one of the only Never Records where I actually had dedicated workers to help field visitors and performers. And all the attendants took their jobs very seriously and I'm grateful for it. Maria waited until one of the last sessions in March and recorded an entire song almost single-handedly. She proved me wrong when I suggested she record drums first, as it's almost always impossible to sync drums with pre-recorded guitar. But Maria nailed it, and I was blown away. Inspired by the filmmaker Dario Argento, Maria composed a song named after one of Argento's witches in his Three Mothers trilogy. Her song is called Mater Tenebrarum, which translated from Latin means Mother of Darkness. Maria wanted to reclaim the Spanish language prayer Ave Maria and turn it into a doom metal invocation. We added a whisper track to reference Suspiria, Dario Argento's masterpiece, with a brilliant soundtrack by the band Goblin. Here is Maria Carmen Rivas, recorded live at Never Records BAM on March 11th, 2020.
You are not listening to Never Records. That was Maria del Carmen Rivas on vocals, guitar, and drums, and a friend on bass, with her performance entitled Mater Tenebrara, recorded live at Never Records BAM on March 11, 2020. Maria was dressed in a black lace dress with a black hat and a black veil, and looked very much like a bride at a funeral. There's a great video of this song, along with dozens of other performances on my Vimeo page. Just search for my name, Ted Riederer, R-I-E-D as in David, E-R-E-R. I'm really happy with how this turned out. And as someone who grew up Catholic, I can appreciate the reinvention or appropriation of a traditional prayer. While it's super dark, it doesn't feel heretical to me rather deeply personal and expressionistic. I wrote to Maria and asked her what the song meant to her. And she replied, in terms of what Mater Tenebrara means to me, ah, I don't know. It means everything to me. It's a space I've carved out for myself to be authentically dark, performative, unapologetic, and representative as a queer, brown, Latinx, goth, femme, artist, nerd, daughter of immigrants. I spent most of my youth being misunderstood, bullied, and lonely within these identities. But Mater Tenebrarum gives me the chance to embrace those identities, but I know also inspires other alternative femmes to embrace themselves. I also had my very good friend Quinn add bass to the track, which I felt sonically, emotionally, and spiritually really tied the whole thing together. He comes from a similar background and taste and happens to also be a member of my chosen family. Let me describe this next recording to you. I am super pumped to share this final recording. It's by my friend Patty Malloy, who sings and plays guitar along with drummer Noah Murphy in the duo King Pussyface. Instead of recording one track, they crammed an entire album in under 10 minutes. To be honest, I'm not exactly sure how many songs we recorded. This is good old fashioned punk rock at its finest. Lightning fast songs, super tight musicianship, hilarious satirical lyrics. This is the kind of music I was raised on. If you give yourself over to it, you can't help but bang your head. Stop sign! Stop sign! Stop sign! 
not listening to Never Records. That was the duo King Pussyface, recorded live at Never Records BAM on February 15, 2020. This was Patty's second Never Record. I recorded him in New Orleans when he and his wife Dakota came to visit back in 2012. If you ever get a chance to see King Pussyface play, go check them out. You can't help but feel free after watching their live set. It makes me happy to know that the punk tradition is alive and well in New York City. After listening to these three songs, I feel my bad mood abate. The spell is broken. The pall lifted. I hope these dark and heavy songs cheer you up as well. I'm going to leave you with a passage from an essay by author David Toop called The Mediumship of Listening, Notes on Sound in the Silent Arts, which contains excerpts from his book Sinister Residence. It's a little goth. Sound is an absence, a haunting. This is its nature. Sound is absence beguiling, out of sight, out of reach. What made the sound? Who is there? Sound is void, fear, and wonder. Listening, as if to the dead, like a medium who deals only in history and what is lost. The ear attunes itself to distant signals, eavesdropping on ghosts and their chatter. Unable to write a solid history, the listener accedes to the slippage of time. Objects, images, and writings can be preserved for centuries giving us a visible and tactile connection to the physical continuity of history. Sounds, on the other hand, fade into old air. Ghosts that haunt the tangible reality of castles and clocks, plowshares and armor, shoes and bones, ancient books, rock formations, fossils, and all other remnants of material existence. Sound is energy unleashed yet also the perpetual emerging and vanishing growth and decay of life and death. The perfect metaphor for a ghost. Thank you for listening to Never Records. A heartfelt thanks to Nick, Maria, Quinn, Patty, and Noah. And a big hug to all the musicians and artists that make Never Records possible. For more information, pictures, and video from today's session, please visit neverrecords.net. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt and Alex Statlander, who put Never Records on the airwaves with support from the UW Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records.